Get ready for some Philly sports talk. Sixers, Phillies, Flyers, and the Birds. He's an ass. Get him the ball. He can make plays. Just shut up and enjoy the greatness. There's a lot of back here. And it makes you less happy, which is exactly what I want. Let's do it. Three, two... Philly! Hello, everybody. Hello, Philadelphia. Welcome back once again to yet another edition of the Wolves of Broad Street podcast. As always, my name is Ryan Conway, and joining me back again uh, is my illustrious co-host and wartime consigliere, Sam. Of course, we have our incomparable producer behind the glass, Seamus G, who joined me last week for a little bit of shenanigans. Oh, and there he is, popping. Yep, he's right popping here. In. Hey guys, could not tell you the, the last time same space. we've could not tell you the last time we've done an episode where we're all, or at least one, two of us are in the same room. I couldn't tell you the last time that's happened. Uh, you know, with, with COVID and just general being where we're located relative to one another. Yeah, so it's a treat. Just Seamus uh, just said that it was Lehigh. Remember when we went to Lehigh to visit our, our buddy Langle? You gotta be that's, shitting me. I think that's the last time we did it. If you don't want to count the uh, the, the little intro video making thing, I mean, yeah, I mean count, that right? can't. I mean, the boys were you know in the mix, but yeah, no episode, no, no, episode. no, no. We got down to brass tacks, but that's neither here nor there. What is important is, mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, we're gonna talk Phillies. Obviously, we're gonna talk yes. birds because I mean they're looking incredibly good. Oh, they're man, looking so better excited. than. Three months ago, they're looking better than I could have ever imagined. And the Sixers have some rumors floating around with Doc Rivers, potentially Matisse Thibel, Joel Embiid last night, dicking around on Twitter. But before we get into all of that, Sam, Seamus, yeah. you guys are you guys are in the cut right now, so to speak. You guys are out and about on the yeah. old dusty trail. Where are you? What are you doing? Uh, what's the situation on the ground? Yeah. So we um my as so Seamus came to me a couple couple weeks ago. He came to visit me at Dickinson for a uh, a Dickinson men's lacrosse game, a a, a fantastic NCAA Division three matchup, and um, he came and he said, "Hey, I got a graduation gift for you." And um, he said, "I was like, all right." And so um, he handed me a tube with a poster. I was like, "Oh man, not another Eric Lindros poster." That um, would have been. Big. <laughs> <laughs> All I've said, obviously this is better but that would have also yeah. been sick <laughs> that would have been funny it would have been great uh but i open it up and it's a uh, scratch off poster of every single major league ballpark in the country and uh he's like we're going and i was like to which one and he said to all of them yeah, i was like so ryan basically what he said was ask me which one and i said i asked him which one and he said all of them <laughs> oh. All just, just all of them. So that's what we're doing right now. We've already hit one. We we uh we were just in D.C. yesterday, and uh, now we are on our way to Atlanta to catch the Braves. Unfortunately, we're gonna miss the Phillies, um, but uh, we're gonna the catch best. the Braves tomorrow. Yeah, dude. Honestly, they were winning. Enjoy last yourself. Check, though. Enjoy yourself. Know. You yeah. know, let's <laughs> go down and take in a ball. You know, just taking a ball game without any of that yeah. extra shit going on. We'll get to yeah. It. 
Mm-hmm. So long story short, we're in a uh, Greenville, South Carolina right now. We're about two, two and a half hours away from, uh, from Atlanta. And we're going to go to Florida after this, do those two teams. And then all the way up to Kansas city and then to St. Louis and then the two teams in Texas and then up to Omaha for the college world series. And that's about all we have planned out so far, but uh, we're planning on, Going until Seamus has to go back for class, first day of class. We're going to be out on the road the whole summer in this little RV right here. I, I'll give you – we can do a little vlog tour a little later. I don't want to screw up the setup here because it might screw the Wi-Fi. Um, it's, a but, very, it's a very meticulously put-together situation, yeah. I'm sure. It's a – you yeah, know, you got to sure. maximize space in there. Mm. But, yeah, dude, that's, so, yeah. that's pretty tight. It's pretty tight. It's pretty tight. Yeah, I'm Ho- excited. Hopefully, you guys will be, uh, you know, cataloging your journey in one way or another. We can share oh, that for sure, for sure. So it'll be uh, Glavins have be a recorded. way of writing things down, or you oh, know, yeah. they oh, they yeah. have a way, they have a way of, so, of, of putting a little something together. So I'm looking forward to seeing mm, what that so yields. For anybody, for anybody listening, if you want to follow along the journey, you can follow at Glavin Sanity on Instagram and on TikTok at G A L V I N S A N I T Y. At Glavin Sanity. You're playing a dangerous game. You're playing a dangerous game, Glavin, on the TikTok. Those comments yeah. might they those could turn into a war zone real quick. Yeah. You, yeah we'll get, you get that up a little in, bit you later. You get caught there. up in the wrong you get caught up in the wrong digital jet stream. You're just transported straight to just fucking we the did. seventh layer we of hell. We were <laughs> off to a really hot start on Instagram. Over eleven thousand views on the first reel. <laughs> And then it, it kind of just went downhill from there. I mean, it was just it's the way. It, it's only the way it only goes. one comment. Only one comment. And like, you know what? We'll get we'll get to it later. We'll get to it later. I, I, ain't, I ain't worried. But very excited about we'll this trip. Later. We're gonna talk now, Sam. I mean, you're on the way to a bunch of different MLB ballparks. You know, we're fans of a particular MLB ball club. Obviously, the Philadelphia Phillies, and it's been on. Um, been a little interesting it's been a little it's been a it little sucked. shaky been a little touch and go for the past few months and we said you know op- new opening day was that series against the Mets I'm pretty sure he had swept that sucked uh-huh. and then we were like all right panic press the panic button on on June 9th you know if we're really starting to have issues and mm-hmm. we're getting we're getting closer Getting closer. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling about the Phillies? What are you seeing? What aren't you seeing? Why is Norwood in in the major leagues still? These are all questions <laughs> that, that that the people have for you, Sam. So if you could break it down yeah. a little. What's the situation? What's so, the haps? The things that are happening, right? The things that are happening are so it's it's it are, there are things happening, then there are things not happening. It's like the combination of that. So when the pitchers pitch, those well, are that's, that's usually, yeah. Yeah, well, I was I was I was gonna explain it. So it's it, when the pitchers pitch well, the hitters stink, and then when the hitters are on fire, the pitchers stink. Uh, they're never on the same page, and then when both of them are are like collaborating and doing great, the manager sucks. So. You can't really win baseball games if not everybody's on at all, at all times, which seems like a really simple concept. But the Phillies are managing to uh, to to f this up pretty 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 good. So 
Honestly, my biggest qualm right now is with the manager, Joe Girardi. I mean, he is lo- like the games that we are. I mean, we're not getting blown out of games here, Ryan. These are very, very no, close we're not. Games That's that the worst losing. part of all of it. It's very rare yeah. that, that ever happens. Exactly. So, I mean, when you get down to close games, like it's it's down to the manager's calls, right? The manager's called to the bullpen. Manager's like putting together the starting lineup. The manager is, uh, you know, making substitutions in the field. It's 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 a uh, it's a number of different things, and he's just not making the right decisions. I mean, you can't put Nick Nelson out there against in a six six game going into the bottom of the ninth, expecting him to close it out or to to get you into the to the top of the tenth, right? So. I, where was Sir Anthony Dominguez? Where is literally anybody else? He is the last guy. He should be the last guy to be called out of the bullpen, and he was the first for that game. So no, like, it's I, truly I special. That. Like, I mean, obviously, people with Philly, we let, we criticize coaches instantly on social media, you know, at every step of the way. But it is like it is truly incredible that ninety percent of the time when he goes to the bullpen in a close game everybody universally has a problem with who he called up or when he called them up or what, like a wraparound outing in the ninth. I saw 20 tweets about like, what is he doing? So it's not like we're nobody's cherry picking. It's just, it's everybody can clearly see that he's not cutting it right now. And like he, 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 he corpse and you know, you know, he's, he, he's, he's just not what this team really needs right now and it's crazy yeah. how like everyone goes oh this 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 offense scores a lot of runs and of course they do. but you take a look at the amount of times they win like seven nothing but they lose like six five after yeah. blowing a lead in the eighth like it's it's truly incredible to see them just kind of pile it on for a blowout win like once every five games to keep the runs per game up. But in reality, the bats are like almost garbage 90% of the time outside of yeah. this. And it just, I mean, you, 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 you take a look at the game last night, you know, you have one explosive inning every few games, you know, that, that looks good for the offense. But in reality, it's like the runs aren't coming in a timely manner, at least late yep. in games. They're able to tie it no, up. But late in game, right. The runs aren't coming when they need to. They can go ahead and score another two runs when they're up seven nothing and make it nine nothing. Phils can do that plenty, but when it's six six, when it's down to the wire, the pitchers are blowing it, and the hitters are not getting it done. And it's incredibly no. frustrating to watch. Half of it yeah. is just you know God going out there and executing, but when you take a look at the bullpen specifically, Girardi is putting guys that like you know. They're 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 scared shitless out there. They, they they've never been in this situation before, or they're they've they've failed in this situation. And he's going, oh, you know what? This time it's gonna we're gonna throw bum out here again. And then the same thing happens. And I'm like, buddy. Yeah. Well, let me let me paint you a little doing? picture here. Let me let me paint you a little picture here. And I want to go back to the to the managerial decision of uh, of Joe Girardi to put Nick Nelson into that close game. Bryce Harper comes up. Your star player makes three hundred thirteen million dollars, and over is he's going to make their three hundred thirteen million dollars over the course course of his career being a Philadelphia Philly. Comes up, hits a game tying dinger, six six. You're Joe Girardi, and you're thinking, yeah, yeah, I'm going to put Nick Nelson in here. We're going to win this ball game. Let's do it. Like what goes through what what goes through your mind when the hitters are finally stringing stuff together? Bryce Harper gets up there, your star player, former MVP, 
goes up and gets the job done for you. Is that really how you want to like? First of all, is that how you, really how you want to reward Bryce Harper? Like, is that that's the kind of message you're going to send to Bryce Harper? Yeah, you just hit a uh, not a walk up. You just hit a game tying dinger. Well, I'll let me show you what what I think about you, and we'll put Nick Nelson out there to pitch, and now we're going to lose this ball game. Yeah, just yeah. Way to make it what he just did completely worthless. Like, way to yeah. just completely reverse any good that he did. I mean, Bryce Harper. And I just saw the stats today. He he's hitting. He hit like four fifty eight in in his last fourteen games. Four fifty eight in his last fourteen games. Yeah, uh, he's unreal. He's insane, and he's not gonna. He's not getting any credit credit right now because the Phillies stink. They stink. The Phillies are horrible. And they are the terrible. fact that they 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 have the fourth highest payroll in all of baseball, and they are below five. They are below five hundred team right now, eight, seven or eight games back from first place in the NL East. The Mets, I think, have a seven. We're third in the. I can't remember if it's the Braves that have seven games or if they have eight games and we have nine. I don't remember, but the Mets are at least seven games in front of the second place guy, which is the Braves. So that mm-hmm. makes us third. And I think I think we're eight games back. I think that's right. So it's I'm having I'm having a great time. This is good. I don't even know what the this score is, is now. But when when I left, they were winning one nothing. So I don't I don't. It's know. But they did leave the bases loaded. They 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 left the bases loaded. I, Those are that's our guys. Yeah, it's our middle boys. It's good. It's it's really frustrating too because like you take a look at how they're losing games like the. You just take, I mean, we're a quarter of the way through the season. We've been no hit. We blew mm-hmm. a six, was it six runs in the ninth inning and lost? Like, we've had some, like, historic blown leads and, and, and getting, you know, no hit and shit like that. Or, or just throwing games away and making ridiculous plays, like the one last night that missed three guys. It was, uh, you know, throw throwing the ball to second base who was it i know gene yeah. was there bryson yeah. stott boofed it a little bit which is yep tisk tisk mr top prospect and then of course <laughs> our old friend our old friend our our, our compadre <laughs> just turning back the clock for a vintage boneheaded move that I mean, that whole play is play. just classic Odubel Herrera. It's just, it's a complete Dude. lack of. It's not, it's not a, it's not even a physical error. It's a completely mental error. He was not focused going up to that ball. He was like, oh shit, you gotta get this ball. Oh wait, what's the runner what doing? Do you think he was thinking about under his glove? I don't know. He's probably thinking. Think of like, was, I don't think he was paying attention to the game at all. No, he absolutely wasn't. I don't know what he was thinking. I, I can't even, I can't even come up with. I can't even come head. up with something funny. Can't even come up with something funny to 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 say what he's thinking about. <laughs> you, you, you know what I'm thinking? He was thinking he's just standing what? out there in center field, and it's just the monkey with the symbols. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's good. That's Oduba Herrera out in center field. Yeah. It just can't happen anymore. It just can't but happen Ryan, anymore. This I is mean, purely a baseball I... thing. Exactly. I think that honestly, at this point, with Odubel Herrera being as bad as he's been, even at the at the plate and in the field, dude. And I, this is me saying this. This is Sam Glavin saying this. Roman oh, Quinn's got to start over him. No, Roman Quinn has to start over Odubel Herrera, dude. Swing for the fences. 
Roman swings defenses. Quinn has to be out there for defensive. He's purposes. got a home I mean, run he's... hitter stroke, man. He he's fucking just he's the fact that the hitting the coach hasn't fixed park. that yet. It's the a fact crime. that the hitting coach has not fixed that yet is a crime. I mean, like if you're the hitting coach, right? Like you recognize that you have like one of the top three fastest baseball players in the world right now. So fast, and, and he's you're completely wasted. Not... And he's wasted because he's hitting pop-ups to the freaking first baseman. Like every time, it's... too. It's <laughs> every yeah. time. He so rarely yeah, but... grounds out. It's a liner or a like, and it's not getting out of it. It's not even close to the warning track. No. It's just the easiest no. outs of all time. I'm like, he come stinks. on, buddy. But he's got to start over Odubel Herrera. I mean, he's his defense has actually been unreal recently i mean he's made many uh many many catches out in the outfield that odubel Herrera would never get to even though odubel doesn't he odubel's a great runner but he's not nearly as good of a runner as um as roman quinn and you saw that put out from the outfield right he broke the broke the uh he broke the team record with a 99.9 mile an hour fastball from uh from the outfield to put out um what's his name i don't know who it was but it was it was pretty cool You gotta so. get him, gotta get him out there over a duel right now, and I do hate that we have to admit that. But hopefully, that's just a very temporary situation because I mean, you've seen how Mickey Moniak is doing on his rehab assignment. Uh, he's just been, he's been going bananas, mm-hmm. going absolutely bananas. Yeah, he has. He's been good. You just gotta get him back here, man. Just gotta get him back. I mean, when? Have, How soon? I don't I mean, know. He's kicking know. ass. It's like oh, he's in, he's pantsing these guys in AAA, <laughs> and we've got Mickey. Or we've got Odubel Herrera and Roman Quinn, and we've got Mickey Moniak making it look like he's 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 the he's the twelve year old pitcher from what fucking movie is that? Is it Benchwarmers? Oh, bench warmers. The uh, yeah, the uh, Hispanic guy. Who I can assist on that one. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah, is I am twelve. Yeah, that's what <laughs> he looks 12, like. Yeah. That's what he looks like <laughs> out there in Triple A. That's what Mickey Moniak playing like. And meanwhile, that's we've got he... two of like the the most flawed players in baseball. <laughs> like two of yes. the most fundamentally unsound baseball players. Mm-hmm. Speaking of fundamentally sound what baseball you players, do? you know who we got to see yesterday. Juan Soto. Well, yes, that's you're not wrong. No, but I was gonna go but with who? two guys, former Phillies, playing for the Nats, Cesar Hernandez and Michael Franco, both starters for the Nats. Oh, and it was it was crazy. They're starting. Was, yes, they're both starters. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Dude, they both they both of them started for us at one point. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know. They we sucked. Yeah, we were bad. Yeah, we're you can bad. have one well, yeah, of them 15 and 30. You can't have both. You can't have both. And Cesar is good for like Mike 270 Hill. every year. He's good for like a month, the Philly. That was sick. Yeah. He's good. Yeah, That's he's good for like That's the great thing about like baseball is someone's – you're bound to have a, a decent stretch. <laughs> might not last very long. And it might, yeah. <laughs> you know, might be an outlier, but – yeah, the memories are there. That's insane. Hey, Michael Franco is very good defensively as well. I mean, he's very fundamentally sound defensively, and he made a nice, he made a couple nice oh. plays yesterday. It was cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'd love that. Love that for him. I mean, he's a clutch yeah. guy through and through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he is clutch. Uh, oh, my goodness gracious. So, Sam, you have anything else to add on the on the Phillies here? Any, uh, no, fire Girardi. Out for or... Fire Joe Girardi. Perfect. Yeah, that's So, it. That's then in it. that case, we're going to segue seamlessly, mm-hmm. very seamlessly, directly into – Directly into the doghouse brought to you by Wide Plus Sports Supply. Visit their website. Like I said, seamless. Visit their website at www.wideplankfloorsupply.com. Get a recommendation for a contract. Get a quote. Wide Plank Floor Supply. If it's wide, they've got it. Sam, I'm going to take point on this one because I've got Joe Girardi in the doghouse. I mean, this guy's yep. he's a fucking moron. I mean, it, it, he, he, he just sits there and he look. I mean, he's got Doc Rivers against the Hawks energy on a on a daily basis just sitting there looking like he'd rather be anywhere else his it's 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 almost like he makes moves that are intentionally making this team lose i don't know what the deal is but like the way this team can fall apart late in games the way that he could he just hands the other team wins on a on a constant basis late in games it's just it makes the team unwatchable and then you have him go out for the post-game press availability, which, look, it's not fucking fun having to do post-game pressers for, like, almost 200 times, you know? So I can't really blame him for not being, you know, the most fully engaged at all times in every single one. But at the same time, like, the lack of accountability is startling uh, for, for a guy that, I, you know, this is another guy that won a title how many fucking years ago? How many years Over ago? 10. And he carries himself like like he's like who's 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 13. who's a baseball manager that wins? Uh, who's you know what? Name a Gabe legendary Kapler. manager. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. I mean, that means, world, that means world that wins World Series. Who's a guy that won a lot of World Series? Who's a like a you uh, know first one? Well, first one that on comes to your mind. Me on the spot here. Uh, you can't name one legendary. I mean, you just you totally just caught manager. me like with my ass out. Like I don't. It's. I'm I'm now I'm thinking. Uh, let's let's go through the teams. Uh, Brad I can't Snickers think of one. one. Who? Uh, yeah, but now I I mean like a, like a Greg Popovich. Oh, uh, like one of the greats of the game. Uh, like Larusa. Sure. I mean, I don't know, but the point <laughs> is, he carries himself like he's of a much higher standing than he is. I really thought, yeah. you know, I really thought I get more of a. <laughs> I don't Listen, know. I did not expect that coming to me, my I way, re- like at all. Like I don't. I don't know what to tell not... you there, but yeah, Joe Girardi's in the totally doghouse. Me. <laughs> totally. He's gonna stay there for a while. Sam got caught. With his pants around his ankles, yeah. <laughs> and Sam, uh, who do you have in the doghouse? All right, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I, I I already forget what this guy's name is. I just pulled up the picture. Um, it's uh, it's this guy. Oh yeah, it's Ramon like Perez. <laughs> it's Ramon Perez, 1916 on TikTok. No, um, and <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> This guy, so I told you about our trip, right? And this is like a very, very cool thing, um, a very, very cool experience that I'm very fortunate to be able to do with my cousin oh, yeah. and my brother, Seamus Glavin, Seamus G, as the as the people know. And the we're deciding say. to uh, we're deciding to document 
this thing by making little short clips like Seamus G does. Like that's his bread and butter, little short reels for uh, for oh, this man. trip. And we got over 11,000 views on the first on the first clip or on the first reel on TikTok. And then oh. on the second one, we get a comment about four hours ago from Ramon Perez, 1916. And it says, and I quote, being white and rich must be good, exclamation point. How about videos about you have your last $100 and need to feed three kids for 13 days before your next paycheck? So here's the thing. That just sounds like a shitty video idea. <laughs> it's who, first of all, who would watch like, that? Second, that doesn't sound entertaining like, in any way. No. Yeah, first of all, who would no, watch that? Second of all, of all why are you no. taking time out of your day to rain on my parade and on, on our parade? Just like, I mean, I get it. I, I get it. Like, it's it's hard out there for, for a lot of people. I'm very fortunate and very privileged of course. to be able to, to do this, to do this really, really cool thing. But this motherfucker, like, wanting to rain on my own parade just because his life sucks. Like, it's not nice. It stinks. Not nice. It totally bummed me out. As soon as I read it, it totally bummed me out for the rest of the day until I got on the show because this is what this is what yeah, I love dude. It's almost like so, you tweeted "stop the cap" and someone replied to you and used your, your <laughs> government name. Really, Ryan? Really, Ryan? Really, Ryan? Really? <laughs> really, Sam? You goddamn fucking cracker, yeah. bitch! You fucking <laughs> yeah, God. yeah, you white boy. <laughs> You first of all, bitch. I, it's, I, you know what? We could, I don't want to get into it too, too much. I feel like I just had to give, like, oh, we could talk about it. Post no, yeah, a bit. Like, no, yeah, yeah it's, it's annoying. That's annoying. That's it's annoying. It's an annoying comment. I mean, look at all the other frivolous shit on TikTok that people do. People do yeah. wildly frivolous shit there, like, they. They spend hundreds or thousands of dollars to just like make fucking soap and then like break it and throw it out. Like this is yeah. the least of like this is the least of anybody's worries. What you're doing right now, yeah. Like, and like the the other thing, the other thing is like this is a bucket list thing for me. Like this is a dream of mine, and yeah. you want to be motherfucker to like crush this dream that I have the opportunity to like check off the list. Like, come on. Like this is any baseball. Like our our own friend of the show, Jack Fritz, was like, "Dude, he commented on the reel and was like, dude, this is awesome. I'm so jealous.'" And I was like, "That's cool. Like, I'm doing something that not everybody can say that they're yeah. gonna be able to do." And I'm sorry. Like, I do. Why do oh, I? No, no, fuck that. Why do I have to apologize for being able to do this? That's I don't know. I don't well, know. How you did. I, I got to apologize. You know. What? Fuck him. No, get in the no. Yeah, Ramon Perez can get in the doghouse. And that will do it for the doghouse brought to you by Wide Plank Floor Supply. Visit the website at www.wideplankfloorsupply.com. Get a recommendation for a contractor. Get a quote. Wide Plank Floor Supply. If it's wide, they've got it. Check out their showroom in King of Prussia. Showroom, warehouse, action. Floor to ceiling. Planks. All widths. Get in the bitch. See what's going yeah. on. They'll hook it up mm-hmm. straight up. Start That's to finish, it. start to finish. It's just like, you know, you don't have to put it on. You think you have to put it in yourself? No, no. no. Why would, no. Oh, they got people. They got people to do that for you. 
You don't got to put it in yourself, you idiot. Yeah. Why playing floor mm-hmm. supply? That's the copy right. they sent to me. That was word for word. Yeah, that's it. I mean, word for word. I mean, I'm I just was there when it was written, I, like, so. I, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say. It's fine. Other than, um, so before, uh, we'll before we down. get into the birds... Before we get into the birds, Seamus G is going to hop in right next to me. Since we are, we are talking about our trip, uh, he's going to read his poem, Seamus says, about the trip that we're making. So here's Seamus oh, G. Oh, brilliant. Scooch, 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 Hello. scooch, scooch. All right, there we go. That was seamless. Action. Yeah. Seamless. <laughs> Dude. All right. Class this, acts, uh, both of you. Seamus says is, let me hear you, America. Mm. Needed to take my mind off the fills since they were making me feel ill. So Sam and I set off for a distraction, all three ballparks, all 30 ballparks and their attractions. The new boys of summer, the king. I don't even know what that word is. Trekking across the country like dumb and dumber. Three months in a van and so far knocks on wood. It's going according to plan. We'll be back in August, but this getaway is a must. There it is. It's Seamus G, everybody. There it is. Awesome stuff. And scooch, 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 scooch. All right, cool. Seamus says, brought to you by Seamus, Seamus G. Awesome. (laughs) Now, uh, thank you <laughs> thank you for that thank you I, for that what was i gonna say um <laughs> i don't know i don't know uh, i was, don't remember uh, oh yeah uh I, also before we do get in the eagles just do a quick little so just a little quick tidbit on the sixers the season's over oh, so that's we, right we yeah. haven't spoken i believe since the season ended um uh, yeah that's that um yeah. What can I say that hasn't already been said? We're a little tardy to the party on that one. And for honestly, that's for the bad. Uh, it just because that's it sucked and it's over. But um, there are rumblings, Sam. There are some season rumblings. Obviously, um, Doc Rivers, you know, people don't want him here, but the organization yeah. says they want to keep him. And yet there are these rumors, these persistent rumors that the Lakers are interested in acquiring him. He could get traded twice, perhaps. Twice. And also, Matisse Thibel is potentially on the block as well, which I'm fine with. So, I mean, what do you think (laughs) about both of those? Yeah, so with Doc. Doc, What do we even get? Well, uh, a bag of peanuts and a pat on the ass. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know what else we can really ask for. I mean, you see his playoff track record uh, despite his own defenses. Um, I think Doc Rivers is never going to win another NBA championship in his in his NBA career. So why keep him around? Let's get him out. I'll I'll trade him for nothing. Um, as far as Matisse Thybul, fine. Like he was like one of those untouchables. Like when we were talking about the Harden trade and shit like that, uh, especially like the first time around. That was, was dumb. Like, no. That was dumb. Uh, and now now that was dumb of us. So because he was. I forgot he was even on the team during the uh, during the playoffs, so he wasn't making that yep. big of a difference on defense. And sure as hell wasn't making a difference on offense. He was actually negative um, on uh, on offense because he literally oh he's could he's not call on offense. Yeah, he could not hit the broadside of a barn. Um, he he couldn't shoot the. There's a bunch of other different uh, things. He couldn't shoot the beach ball into the ocean if he was standing on the beach. 
Um, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's shitty. The uh, Sixers need a lot of work. He couldn't piss they, in the uh, toilet if he was sitting down. You know, that's right. There's another one. That's another. That's another uh, good one. Yep. That's a. Uh, we got a little Philly score update here. It's uh, four nothing. Bryce Harper scored on a Castellanos double. So that's uh, so that's oh. cool. Yeah. No way. It's still early. Ten run win. Our, yeah, our ten run win that that ups the total run scored. So people go look yeah. at our offense. This guy scores yeah. so much. <laughs> 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 uh, it's still early <laughs> anyways yeah the sixers it's very early stink Sixers very stink. Early. and um i Dude, don't love i don't want to talk about that anymore and we're going to talk either. about the eagles man because the eagles are so exciting the eagles are so exciting they have uh obviously jalen hurts the recently acquired aj brown nicobe dean jordan davis kaiser white Hassan reddick Fucking Bradbury and Slay teaming up as the outside corners. This is a football team, Sam. We're putting it together is. a football team. Howie Roseman is incredible. Yes. Howie Roseman is incredible. I here's the thing: every time we lose a front office assistant, I think that that's a bad thing. But I think it's just Howie cutting dead weight. Anyone that leaves this front office, Howie is has lost for he's transcended the need for any of these any of these clowns that have left the organization because now that he's just i mean he's obviously gained all that autonomy back over the last few years and everything now he's he's got the decision making by the balls and he's doing mm-hmm. everything possible with it and incredibly yeah. encouraging how do you feel about the situation he's put jalen hurts in has how he proved us wrong uh, from a year ago when we both wanted him dead in the streets. Yeah, I I mean he's definitely I don't know if he's proved this wrong, but he's done he's just done better. He's just been better and he's he's done everything that he could possibly do in this offseason. I mean, he drafted an A-plus draft and then he made some amazing signings over the course of the offseason as well. Kaiser White, I think being the one that slept on the most. Um and also uh, that Pascal guy, I think he's going to be a great role player in the receiving in the receiving room. And obviously, Bradbury is the big is the big signing that we got from uh, from the Giants after they released him because they couldn't pay him, which is huge for us. One year, ten million dollars, which is I love those one year deals, Ryan. I I, I love them. I think it's great. You're going to get the best. We out clearly. Of the player. That's exactly right. You, I mean, we clearly learned our lesson from a Byron Maxwell kind of guy. I mean. You know, like he came in on a couple years and a couple million dollar deal, and he was horrible. I mean, he was downright mm-hmm. terrible. And he'd just come from the Seahawks on like one of the best defenses that that was in the so last 10 funny. years. We paid him like a number one guy, and he was like the fourth best defensive back on that roster. Yeah. What I a know. dumb fucking move that was. That was tri- mm-hmm. I should have known when he was wearing like 41 that it was going to be a problem. <laughs> right. I should have known. <laughs> Should I should have clocked it right away? <laughs> I was just so excited they like made a signing and I was like, oh my god, we got one of the guys from the Seahawks defense. Like that's sick. It's so dope. Oh, yeah, dude, Legion of Boom, brother. Yeah, Legion of Boom. Legion Anyways, yeah. So boom. Bradbury is going to be just an awesome magician, I think, because he's going to be playing on a one-year deal. He's going to try and prove himself to get paid, get that, get that bag from uh, from from the Eagles and. 
I'm, I'm excited. And you know what? The, my biggest takeaway from this whole offseason is that this is Howie Roseman saying, okay, Jalen, like this is your this is your year to to show us what we got because we still got two first round picks next year and there's a better quarterback class. So you better oh, tell yeah. me something. <laughs> That's oh, it. Yeah. That's it. No, 100 He's got everything. And Jalen knows it too. And that I, mm-hmm. I I think this is the situation where the team knows what it needs to do going forward. I mean, just everyone needs to go out and execute and Jalen hurts, especially. And if he can execute and everyone else can go out there and execute, the team's going to be really good. If Jay hurts mm-hmm. is not what he needs to be. It does not matter how good any, anybody else on this team is unless like we have like a massive rushing season on, uh, on the, like historic 2000 yard season on a mile set. Like we yeah. would need something miraculous and completely unlikely mm-hmm. uh, to overcome and Jalen Hurts not taking a step forward. Yeah, you know what? I think the biggest slept on, like nobody's talking about this right now, is the fact that Nick Sirianni now has the spotlight kind of taken off of him a little bit, and he doesn't have to be as creative as he did with a bad team last year he can just do what he wants to do like and he's got the weapons to do so and he doesn't have to have the pressure that he had on him in years in this in this past year I mean last year we're looking to Nick Sirianni and to Jalen Hurts and to Devontae Smith to make plays on offense right now Nick Sirianni can just put together a nice playbook he's got all of the weapons that he could ever ask for on the line, he's got a great offensive line, a good quarterback, a great running back, and a great wide receiving core. I'm excited to see what Nick Sirianni does with this offense. I'm very oh, yeah. excited. And I don't think anybody's talking about it, dude, because we saw flashes of greatness last year with Nick Sirianni, especially towards like the second, especially in the second half of the season. I mean, first half of the season, we're like, dude, what are you doing? Run the fucking, fo- run the fucking football. Yeah, then- that was bad. He finally figured it out. I mean, he made the adjustment, and they went and won, and they, they went to a playoff game. Like that's that's awesome. So yes, but like they turned it around. It's clear that he can coach. It's it's clear that yeah. he can coach, and that's and that's part of why I think like people are really putting this squarely on Jalen because I think the city does have faith in Nick Sirianni. I think the organization and the fans and the players all know that this guy can coach. So it really is going to come down to. Uh, you know, that pressure that was on him last year as the new head coach that was throwing the ball way too much, like that kind of pressure, that attention has now, you're right, been shifted off of directly on the Jalen Hurts because, I mean, we know Sirianni can coach now. We don't know if Jalen Hurts is, 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 a, is a true starting caliber NFL quarterback full team. We don't know that yet. So it'll be good for Sirianni to be able to kind of coach with a little less pressure. And you know what? Jalen Hurts is the kind of guy that thrives under pressure. So I don't think there's going to be any issues there. That guy has never once. Something that excites me so much about Nick Sirianni is the fact that he's able to be successful when the other team knows his game plan already. I mean, there were points late last season when we were winning games, when we are beating the New Orleans Saints, where – they know we're running the football. They know Jalen Hurts is taking off. They know Miles Sanders and, and those guys are getting fed because we didn't have the wideouts that we do now. We had Devontae Smith 
and and Dallas Goddard and nobody else really. I mean, we had Quez, but you know what are we doing here? Like let's 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 be realistic. So the fact that he's able to find success when they know that they know in essence what's coming and he's still able to find mm-hmm. success and especially late in the season, like that's huge. So the the this Eagles team can really be as good as they want to be. This is, exactly this is right. on paper, top to bottom. Like Jalen Hurts is that linchpin. Mm-hmm. That's it right there. That's right. That's exactly right. And I think, you know what? It's it, it, You're right. It does. It rides all on Jalen Hurts here, man. Like it's There's not really much else to be said in terms of the offense and or even the defense, too, because the defense is going to be stellar as well. Um, you get – they were great um, last year without Cannon's yeah, horrible yeah, scheme. Yeah, and now we have linebackers, so that's, that's there cool, it is, right? Like, <laughs> there it is. We have competent cornerbacks. Our safeties are a little, but we'll be yeah. fine. We'll be. Oh, fine. dude, I Sit. forgot we don't have McLeod anymore. Fuck. Yeah, he gone. We got he gone. Anthony Harris. And yeah, and yeah. Epps back there and Marquise Epps. Awesome. I like Epps. There's still time. There's still time good, to get but... the honey badger. There's still time. No, no, there's not. Sure there is. No. Why not? Did somebody pick him up? He's yeah. Who picked him up? He's he signed with New Orleans. Oh shit. The hometown the, the was, hometown reunion for I don't yeah. know, like a not a month ago, but oh, a few geez. weeks maybe. Well, I you know, think it happens. It happens. Little, you little... win, but yeah, no, he's he. I, I'm like, that's nice. LSU guy goes home, you know. But I guess. even so, he... I th- he, safeties are like the lowest value position on 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 the modern defense. Yes, they're like the right. At least people like to say. That's like, yeah. But some, hey, I like this right here in the comments. Some team will want Rager for a solid safety trade. I do think that's distinctly possible. I do think it is uh, a move. Because Howie Roseman's never done. I mean, he took two first round picks that were already like sick, like awesome. We're so excited Mm -hmm. about these first round picks and turned one of them into like a top 10 wide receiver. Um, out of the chute. So, I mean, this guy is always churning. The wheels are always turning. So, I, I mean, look, I want the best for Jalen Rager. You know, I, I would love for him to blossom in the Eagles offense, but it seems unlikely and probably trading him the best. And if we can get a safety, patch up that nope. last remaining hole on defense. Because look at it. Look at that front seven, dude. Our it's second string defensive line Starting caliber. Mm-hmm. It's disgu- crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy how good they are. I mean, we've always had like in the last last eight years or so, like we've had a solid defensive line. Like we've always been like top ten defensive line. But this is a whole other level. Yeah. I mean, like this is the best defensive different. line in football. This is the best defensive line in football. This is like it's not, it's not really close. Yeah. It, I. I don't think it's close at all. I mean, maybe Tampa, maybe yes, but because yeah, they just. Well. But even so, dude, it's just the sheer depth. This is up there in terms of depth with that Super Bowl team. 
not I'm not saying like, oh, it's the same. I'm just saying that it does, you know, it does bode well for defensive lines to have this level of depth. We're really gonna be able to yes. rotate guys, get guys breathers. I mean, Jordan Jordan Davis and the coach. Jordan Davis, a freak of nature. Oh my god. Dude, Jordan Davis and and rocket scientist Nakobe Dean. Yep. That's it. Fucking unreal, this kid. So this is gonna be I'm so this glad is we gonna be this is gonna be a fun build up to the season. I can't say the season's gonna it be is. Fun. Yeah, I, I was just getting, so my next my fun. next question was going to be are we setting ourselves up for failure here right now like are we Oh yeah, we're going to cry cry cry. Yeah. And I agree. You know, <laughs> I, I, crying, think, I don't want to go like game a, by game. What do we got here? I have to choose between know. living in a van with Sam or Seamus for a year. Who am I picking between the two of them? Wow. That's tough. Wow. That's tough. Sheamus is Sheamus thinks he knows the answer. Sheamus <laughs> uh, thinks he knows, but right. I mean, that's putting you on the spot. Talk about getting pants. Holy shit! I thought I got spot. pants earlier, dude. Yeah, dude. I mean, I'm getting. I mean, I'm getting pants. I'm getting hose down. I'm getting. I'm getting. I'm getting <laughs> fucked here. Who would I rather live with? I mean, I've lived with Sheamus at this point, but I do. Th- and I would have more room. Sam, I don't think Sam and I lengthwise are in a confined space like that. You know, it's something you have to consider. So it's difficult. It's it's a a difficult balance to strike. And uh, with that, I would honestly, if I had to live with anyone in an RV, it would be Bob, obviously. Yeah. It would be Bob. Anybody but Bob. Right. Yeah. Any anybody <laughs> anybody but anybody but Bob. Yeah. That's that's right. He sent me a text. He I sent mean, me a text at like one in the morning the other night. And like oh, I'm not gonna read it because it was interesting. <laughs> but I just like I read it when I woke up in the morning and I I could have sworn I could have sworn it was a dream. Ouch. Cry me a fucking never Bob. <laughs> We're having, fun. <laughs> we're having fun here. Uh, so Sam, I, we're we're not gonna go game by game that, through the schedule because that's gonna take for fucking ever. But I yes. do want to ask you, what is your prediction record wise? What are the big matchups? What are maybe something that's gonna surprise the uh, the average fan? Is there a you know I'm gonna need you to weigh in on his trap game of the season as well? Yes. Very true. So my my roster prediction, as long um, if Seamus, if you would want to pull up the uh, picture of that uh, the schedule for me, that would be great. Awesome. Uh, my my record is going to be twelve and five. I have them at twelve and five. I have them losing five games. I think trap game. Uh, trap game. Trap game. Trap game. Don't think I. Yeah, I don't see one on here, big guy. I don't know. I don't. There's. I, it was very easy for me to pick the losses on this uh, on this on this thing. So I'm thinking the last three, like I guess the Giants, the last game, but only because I think they're going to rest their starters for the playoffs. So because you think we'll be we'll be good to go by then. Yeah, as I I think we'll be fine by then, and I think it's uh, yeah, like the Giants last game there. I think that's the only game we lose to the Giants. Mm-hmm. There. I mean, yeah, dude. I also here's, have here's like, my whole. 
You want me to keep going? No, yeah. yeah. So I got, I got, yeah. um, I have them losing to Dallas once just because, you know, it's Dallas, it's the Eagles Dallas rivalry. So I picked them to win. I picked the Eagles to win at home against Dallas and to lose away, like in Dallas, because that's just how you got to do it. So Man. that's it right there. I mean, I have them going 4 0 to start, right? I mean, and then losing to the Cardinals. I can't blame you. And here's the thing. I'll actually – I'll jump in here uh, with that Cardinals game. Uh, two things. One, the Liberty Line teamed up with fans of Philly. We're going to Arizona. So, if you're Very listening, cool. sign up for the trip. It, honestly, it's probably already sold out, you fucks. So, probably. I mean, that's <laughs> just the way it goes. They're flying off the shelves. But here's the thing, man. Those – or the that Cardinal game – DeAndre Hopkins is suspended for the first yes, six games for of the sure. season. That's week and five. I made this before I knew that. So and this is cool. where this is where I then start to then go, okay, well, then I can talk myself into a win there. And then I go, mm-hmm. well, okay, then Cowboys at Eagles the next week. I go, well, I see a win there. Steelers at Eagles win. Eagles, Texans win. Commanders at Eagles win. I don't see a loss on the schedule until potentially November 27th against the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay, yeah. That's it. And Green even Bay. then, <laughs> they don't have Devontae Adams. Who is Aaron Rodgers throwing to? Alan Lazard? Himself. The other guys on the team? Like some white guy? <laughs> no thanks. No thanks. We have the, t- t- the two best cornerbacks in the NFL. Or at least the two leading in pass breakups. Yeah. We have Bradbury at two, Slay at one. So the fact that we're playing the Cardinals with a with a very easily rattled Kyler Murray. I mean, this guy is charm and ultra soft. No so our defensive line yeah. is going to wreck him. I mean, we play the Colts on the road, but it's the fucking Colts. They're terrible. They have yeah. Matt Ryan. No thanks. The Packers come here instead of us going to Lambeau. And who's Aaron Rodgers throwing to? Nobody that's open. Who's he gonna? Do? He best he can do is hit Aaron Jones <laughs> underneath, and then what happens? He gets clobbered by Nicobe Dean coming across the field. I mean, it's, right. it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna let you convince me that we're going 17 and 0. We're not you're damn going... near close. You're damn near close to convincing me to change it to 17 and 0. No, no, because I'm gonna keep going. Not here. gonna let you do it. No, I'm going to keep going here because right <laughs> after that Packer game that will win. So hold on. Let, 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 let me count the ways that so so we can get one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So we're eleven or no at this point. After okay. we beat the Green Bay Perfect. Packers. We're eleven or no. And I don't know if you guys are cackling in the background. Right now. <laughs> we're eleven or no. And then of course we then take on the Titans at home. At home with a terrible quarterback, a potential. I mean, who knows how Derrick Henry will be holding up after his injury last season. I mean, I'm sure he'll be great. I mean, he's fucking incredible. But we, our defensive line, Jordan Davis, Fletcher Cox, et cetera, et cetera, need I go on? And guess what? Oh, wait, they have A.J. Brown, don't they? Wait, no, they don't. We do. No, no, they don't. No, they don't. He's on our team now. So, Sorry. Sorry, thanks for playing 12 and 0. And then we go on the road to MetLife, easy win against the Giants. Go on the road against the Bears, their dog shit. The road against the Cowboys. That's a win. I don't care. <laughs> it's a win. 
It's absolutely a win. And then the Saints come marching into Philly, and they're going to march their ass home, losing by 30. Sorry, thanks for playing. The Giants come to Philly. They're done. And then that's the season, and we're 17 and out. You know what? The <laughs> only way we go 12 and 5 is we go 12 and 0, and then we rest our starters for the last five games. For the last five games. <laughs> God, I don't think I've ever heard a more in-depth background of a team going 17 and 0. I mean, that's just very, very well done I mean, on your part. And then I'm just gonna thank you. Little, Every thank win you and James should G is be a loss over here to my left. I mean <laughs> Every win that should be a loss, I can easily talk myself into it being a win. Because yeah, this is the life we live. I mean, these are the games we play. Well, this, because it's this, May. That, this the, I mean, this that crack music. <laughs> you know what I'm talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. But damn, mm-hmm. I mean, no, I, I can't. no, I, I mean, loved no, your breakdown. I loved your breakdown. Yeah. Uh, I'm sticking with twelve and five. And I'm good. Tra- and and I, is I thought I was nuts. I thought I was nuts for being like, yeah, they're going twelve and five. Then you go through and do that whole breakdown, and they're going 17 and L. Like, I'm sorry. Who are we going to lose to realistically? The Jags? No. No. Probably. Now that I said that, we're absolutely absolutely (laughs) losing to the Jacksonville Jaguars. That'll be our first loss of the season. You can write that down. You can put that on a little post note, like on Inside the NBA. Bob's going 13 and 4. That's see that that's good. That's good. Twelve and five, thirteen and four. That is the actual record that I foresee. That that I foresee. Okay. But at the same time, you take a look at every game, and the matchups are favoring the Eagles. Yes, like very specific key matchups that can decide games against these good teams favor yep. the Eagles. So then I just can't, but then obviously there's going to be like we're going to lose to. Who are we gonna lose? We're gonna like lose to the Texans because that's the trap game. Because that's the trap game. Trap game. Okay, and there it is. The Texans yeah. are the trap game. I don't know about that. Right? I like think they. I think they're, they're like the, the worst trap team game. In football. The Texans. Team in football. Well, that's they that's stink. what makes it. That's what makes. That's exactly what a trap game is. Well, I thought a trap game was like somebody who's like bad, but like not that bad. But then like no. definitely beat no. The you. Tra- like, here's no. the thing. They're all it's it's the NFL. Any you know, any given Sunday, you know? Any that's right, any given Sunday. Yeah. Any given, any given Sunday. Sunday. You're goddamn you right. Know, anyone can beat anyone in, in the NFL. Right. So I hate to break it to then, you, but this is the, gonna be the uh this is gonna be the year where everybody on the offense and half the defense gets injured. Oh <laughs> this oh this is the year? Yes. This is the because year, we're not so, the last because we're so like, good. five yeah. not the last five years. It's, well, it's been that the whole time. <laughs> the whole team has been in not two seasons ago the, the, the we had the we, we had an injury report that looked like, like a fucking CVS receipt it was horrendous yeah. we we're, we're used to it sam where are you yeah. parked are you on the where side am of the i parked no, no they're literally parked. pulled over on 95. yeah we're on 95 <laughs> yeah <laughs> pulled over it's in cruise control yeah, yeah. Actually, it's, all, it's, it's like autopilot, so. right? <laughs> it's actually, yeah, sham, yeah. We're nobody's driving right now, but we're moving. Um, no, we are parked. We were parked outside of a Panera for a while, and then I've sensed that a bunch of employees were getting a little restless, 
about the, uh, about us being parked out there for about three hours because uh, Seamus had class. And then we moved like down the block. So in like an abandoned parking lot where there's like something being built and nobody's obviously doing construction at 10 o'clock at night. So I love a good abandoned parking lot. Yeah, it's good. Love well, it's not abandoned anymore. Parking lot. Well, yeah. no, no. You know, you legally own it now, actually. True. Squatters rights. Yeah, squatters rights. Squatters rights, baby. Squatters rights. That's right. The birds are gonna squat and take a shit on the Dallas Cowboys this season. I can't wait. Yes, or yeah, that team is not gonna be very good. Uh, Carson Wentz. Um, you know, before we close out the episode, you guys see those (sighs) tweets from like Carson Wentz's like wife's friend's husband or whatever the fuck talking about the Carson Wentz situation. Some reporter tweeted oh, out. Oh, God. Basically like, talking about that Seahawk game where Carson came out and, like, he pulled himself out of the game. And, like, I mean, he was concussed and shouldn't play, but, like, the team doctors or, like, the independent doctor was trying to look the other way. And Howie yeah. Roseman allegedly, like, yelled at him, was like, go fucking play, which, like, it just didn't happen. <laughs> just, no way. That didn't no happen. Way. Howie, the way Howie Roseman yelled at anybody. No, are you kidding me? Yeah, it's just not the case. Howard. Now, do I believe that the Eagles probably tried to get him to play with a concussion because it was a playoff game? Yeah. But, you know, I feel like that, you know, I'm not saying that makes it okay, but, uh, you know, I don't think that's anything unique. Uh, It's not unique. I don't think there's anything unique across (laughs) the NFL or any sport, really. So, yeah, that, 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 that whole thing. I'm just glad that fucking guy's gone, you know? nothing but problems i mean i i mean look you can read a little deeper into audience of one there's only one person that carson wentz cares about and it's not god <laughs> or so. jesus or it's definitely not jesus yeah he th- well it is jesus and so. that he thinks he's jesus okay you know? he's one of those maybe yeah Look at sure Bob with like two that. back-to-back all-time comments. Um, that's unbelievable. <laughs> Park in someone's driveway. Followed up immediately with "Don't trust gingers." Yep. Damn I right. think that's a good note to end. I think that's a good note to end it on. Don't you think? I think it's a great note to end it on. You know, okay, I think that was perfect. a tight fifth line. Yes. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this edition of the Wolves of Broad Street podcast, RV edition, uh, as always. Oh, this was episode 100. Fuck. <laughs> That's, yeah. That's nuts. 100 episodes of Wolves of Broad Street content. That is absolutely insane. Thank you so much, everybody, to uh, for, for everybody who made this possible. I mean, we, we do this for the fans. That's that's what that's who we do it for. And um, it's it's what gives it's what keeps us going. So thank you for listening. Uh, my name is Sam Glavin, and uh, you can follow me at Sam Glavin zero six on Twitter. You can follow my fellow wartime consigliere Ryan Conway at Ryan Conway seventy six, and of course our uh, our illustrious producer Seamus G at Shamelessly S G. Uh, check out the LibertyLine.com where uh, you can get all of your Philly sports needs, podcasts, blogs, whatever you need. Uh, buy a T shirt. Uh, and yeah, Seamus G closes down, buddy.